much that I think any one of us realized here tonight. Silly Steel is holding a good lead, but Racer X is cutting in around the turn, and I'm wondering if this is Uh, hey, this is Alex Sandsdorf with a Life Journal, the night of the Kepler 400. Yeah, th things, things are a mess. My two buddies that they were having a rough time. You know, Ivo already wrecking one car, not being able to afford to to get it going again, and then Lotus having. Almost no work at all. Like you know, we're we're trying to trying to hustle, trying to make it. You know, that's the only thing you can do in this world. And well, I, I was trying to help them. You know, because I figured if, if I can get Ivo up and coming in the in the ranks there, you know, then I'd have an in to you know getting getting better interviews with people and have my career take off since it's plateaued. And you know, I thought, hey. I know some people. At least I thought I knew some people. I hooked him up with with a guy that runs an electronic shop downtown. I, you know, I figured he would just get you know something bare bones from him, like his mom's car or something like that. I didn't know that Gage had all this going on. I had no idea. He agrees that he'll he'll help my buddy out, and he, he takes us all to this warehouse and he's got like literally one of everything it was it was insane and you know us we're, we're like you know just totally blown off our feet we don't we don't know how to deal with this situation so of course we, we say yes we take the deal we, we sign on the dotted line gage gave ivo a car brand new car a, an insanely good car said he had to win and keep winning which you know I was a good driver. You know, he's wrecked sometimes and stuff, but he's good. If he gets his head in the game, he's good. I believe in him. I still believe in him. But yeah, today didn't go very well. He he wrecked it. And it's not all his fault. Like, I ended up getting a favor from another friend, a close friend, Sketch. I was going to help him out. We were going to kind of help fix things to make sure that uh that Ivo did good and everything just got in our way it it didn't happen the way it was supposed to it, it fell apart I mean like Ivo owes Gage like like a million credits maybe even more than that I don't even know how much that car was worth and then like I'm the one that set all this up so I'm in Gage's pocket big time Lotus too through through association he was there with us and also my friend Sketch like you know like those those transponders weren't cheap that I that I took and, and they didn't even pay off and regardless to say I don't really have a, a hotshot interview to give now either we just belong to other people now guess that's what it is here you know the moon was supposed to be an escape for humanity so a way to 
get away from all that that bullshit down there. And it isn't. The only way to go anywhere now is to, to go out even farther. To go out like where there just wasn't all this already put in place to keep the people who have made it where they are and keep the people who haven't where they are. You know, they make it really easy to not die here. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I make it all right. I eat every day. I got a place to sleep. I haven't been stabbed. They don't make it very easy to live though. They don't make it very easy to live. Ivo, we would open up with you um, waiting on on the train platform for the crater train, and you've already uh, you probably have a pass um, that would just scan your AR as soon as you would walk in there and just automatically charge your account for you know the couple of creds that it would cost to take this train. But while you're waiting for it to arrive, like a lot of the a lot of the platforms in the crater that you reside in, they they just the lights are in disrepair like a, a lot of um a lot of the only light that you're getting is from the various vending machines that are lining the walls of this platform and they're all um making pitches to you by name because they can read your ar and scan you as you're going past you could opt for a privacy setting but those are incredibly expensive, and so, unfortunately, you just have to deal with the fact that 
basically anywhere you go, you constantly have vending machines shouting at you, trying to get you to take their newest sale or goods that they've uh, researched and developed or things of that nature, or just shouting slogans. Some of them just shout, and it must work, because otherwise they wouldn't do it. And eventually the train would arrive, and you would take it very sullen. Um, when you would pull up to your stop near, uh, near the mega building where your apartment is, um, specifically H9, not that that would really matter, but um, you would take the elevator up to the 30th floor, and honestly, you're just thankful that the elevator is working today, and you don't have to go up 30 flights of stairs to your apartment because it's regularly under maintenance or just shaky or not available for various reasons. And unfortunately, because you can't afford a nicer apartment, there's not really a whole lot that you can do about it. And again, as you're walking down these hallways after the elevator brings you to the 30th floor, you'll have more vending machines that will be lining the walls. Um, various slogans being read to you by these robotic voices. Um, you would also hear the buzzing of the fluorescent lights above you because this is an incredibly cheap building that uses the oldest and cheapest technology that they can possibly manage. And eventually you would get to your door and open it up to um, your very modest two-bedroom efficiency. There is a room with a door for the bathroom, a room with a door for both bedrooms, and then everything else is open concept, kitchen into sort of living room and, and dining room area. And you can hear that uh, the news hollow is on in the living room and you can see that your father is sitting in his, uh, in his uh, wheelchair and he doesn't really seem to be paying the news much mind. He's got um, what you would assume is probably some sort of game up on his AR and he's touching various things in the air but you can't exactly see what he's doing and eventually he'll look up and he'll say how did it go? I'm pulling the last of the $10 hard A out of the cupboard. Not good. What happened? Crashed and burned, Pops. We got another bill. It's on the table. That's great. I crack it and take another... I just drink out of the bottle. It's almost gone anyway, so I chug it. Um, will you be able to take me to see the insurance lady at the VA tomorrow? Yeah, I think you're going to have to reschedule that one, Pops. All right. We do need to go and see her, though. This medication is very expensive. We need to figure out if there's a generic version or something. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it, all right? Go back to your thing. I gotta just be alone for a while. Well, if you want to play some chess later, I'm up for a game. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to take another swig and down the last of it. And then I'm going to make my way to the front door, to the hallway. He'll mindlessly go back to what you assume is playing chess against somebody on the Matrix. I'm going next door. And knocking on the door of uh, 
Hannah's room. Um, it'll be maybe 30 seconds, and then you'll hear, uh, just one second, give, 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 give me a moment, one moment, um. And then, uh, you will hear, uh, that there is some conversation going on in the, in the apartment, but you can't quite make out the other end, but you, uh, hear Hannah say, no, there's someone at the door, no, there is someone, we will talk about this later. And she hangs up, and then the door slides open, uh, maybe a few seconds later, and there is a very comely, um, half-Japanese woman. Um, she's wearing a sort of, um, like, modern dress with these, like, fins that come out of the shoulders. It's very stylish and, and, and very brightly colored and patterned. And she's got her hair pulled up in a messy bun, and she'll say, Ivo, um... How's it going? I fucked up big this time. What, what do you mean? Yeah. You got anything to drink? Yeah, yeah, come on in. Come in. Um, and she'll kind of, like, immediately start to try and, like, pick up some various bottles and stuff that are around her kitchen and, like, throw them into the trash. And you know what I mean? Like, she's trying to keep up appearances and then eventually she just gives a sigh and goes over to the cabinet and pulls out a bottle of uh, clear liquor that is about halfway full and she'll grab two glasses and sit down at the uh, table and she'll pour you about two fingers worth and herself the same and she'll say all right well what happened I told you about the race yeah I was I was working down at the diner and I didn't I wasn't able to catch it. Did you win? You didn't win. That's That was a dumb question. I'm sorry. That was a dumb question. It's worse than that. What happened? I totaled the car. Wait, but I thought you said that you borrowed the new car. Yeah, well, it's mine now. God damn it. How much is that car worth? My life, maybe. I don't know yet. I gotta, I gotta wait to hear back from Elix. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. You remember Jason? He's my mechanic. The nervous guy, right? Yeah, he's got a cousin. Uh, I don't want to get in bed with these guys. I, I didn't think I was gonna. This Gage guy. Seemed like he was on the level. Illix thought he was a cool cat, but... Man, I owe him big time. And I don't know what I'm going to have to do to get the money. Well, what does Jason's cousin do? I don't know. I just know it's not good. I'm sorry, I, I told you that everything would pick up. I I thought I'd win, and I needed to win. And I was going to pay you to help you with the rent and everything, and I, I put so much on the line. And... Ivo, Ivo. Fuck. Fine. Is there anything I can do to help you? 
I don't know, man. No? This... Everything's just fucked and I'm trying to hold on and... Pops needs his meds and... I'm just trying so fucking hard. I can only keep my cool for so long, you know, and then it all just breaks like a fucking dam. Well, what about the other car? Can... can... Can we get it working somehow? With what money? This was supposed to pay for the repairs. Well... What if... What if you talk to... What's the guy at Mighty Burger? What's his name? Um... Jim, he's... He's pissed. He's pissed because I wrecked the first car. He's gonna be more pissed because I wrecked the second car. He doesn't even know I raced it. I went under a different name and... The anonymity will protect me to some degree, but I can't go owing two guys, two cars. This is, the whole situation's fucked. I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, well, is there anything salvageable from the, the second car? I don't know, man. That's some shit that Jason would know. He's the mechanic. He knows how to handle that stuff. I just leave it to him. How was it going before you crashed? I don't know. I, I felt good. I, I made it all the way to second. I was tailing this girl and I saw a clear cut around the corner, but I don't know what happened. I've never driven a car with that power and I fucked up. And I ended up T-boning her and that was the last thing I remember. Everything's kind of fuzzy after that. But listen, listen to yourself. All you needed was a car that could compete with them. I understand that there is a problem with wrecking it, but there is upside here. You did race well. If we can get you a car, you're going to win eventually. I know it. I keep telling myself that, but... Hannah, I... I hate to say this, but... I don't know if you and I can keep meeting. I can maybe slip a check or two under the door if things pull through, but... If I'm getting in bed with these guys, maybe I'll take an apartment somewhere else and you gotta watch over Pops and... Maybe I'll just lay low for a while under my... Ivo, new anonymous Ivo. identity. No, relax, okay? Don't make any rash decisions before you've seen all the cards on the table. Promise me you won't. Yeah, all right. We'll see. No, look at me. In the eyes and you can have whatever you want of the gin. But look me in the eyes and tell me you promise. Yeah, okay, Hannah, I promise. She'll slide the bottle over to you. I gotta play a chess game with Pops. I need a clear head. He'll fucking kill me. He always wins. Yeah, well, he probably cheats. <laughs> and she'll laugh a little bit. <laughs> I should go back. I kind of gave him the brush off. and He's fine. I've checked up on him a couple of times today. and We played a game on my break. 
We don't deserve you. Ivo. Things are hard. We gotta stick together. She'll pat you on the back and she'll say, Keep your spirits up, okay? Thanks, Hannah. No problem. Hey, and uh, if you ever get to talk to that Racer X guy, give him my number. He seems cute. And she'll laugh. I don't want you running around with him. She'll laugh again. (laughs) We will go over to Lotus next. Um, Are you going to go to CA and Sons, or are you going straight to the tagging? What's the plan here? He is going to go to CA and Sons. Um, Okay. He has to bike, so it's probably going to be a little bit... Uh, running things through his head and he'll get to the groceries, open it up, walk in the back room, unroll his, his little bedroll and just kind of stand there staring at it for a couple minutes before he just rolls it back up and grabs his painting gear and he'll head to one bar uh, before he goes anywhere else. Okay, um, when you get there, the um, parking lot is going to be filled with EVs at this point. Normally, after races get over, um, one bar is pretty full. But um, as you start to kind of force your way through a bunch of... uh, A bunch of trendily dressed people, but you can definitely tell that the fact that they're dressed so trendy, but also drinking at one bar and hanging out in your crater probably can't afford the clothing that they're uh, currently choosing to wear and you would see that Faye is behind the bar and she's got um, half of her head shaved in an undercut and then the rest of it sort of makes up like this large braid down the other half of her uh, head and she's got a um, tattoo of a spade on her right cheek and she'll look over at you and she'll say uh well, Lotus, what can I do for you, bud? It's been a hell of a day, Faye. Uh, just the cheapest beer. Just one tonight. She'll walk off and she'll uh, pour a pint of, of a beer that is probably more mid-tier. Um, something that's going to be a little bit more flavorful and she'll say... Don't worry about it. It's on the house, honey. What's going on? And you'll notice that as she's like pulling up to start talking to you, there's a bunch of other people around the bar that are like waving and shouting to try and get her attention. And she is just posted, ready to talk to you. (laughs) He'll take a sip, kind of be surprised at the flavor of it and just... If you had to choose between uh, getting caught up with some real bad people, real bad, uh, or making a deal with the devil, what do you think you would choose? Well, how bad are the other people? Like, are we talking, you know, like six street gangers or, you know, like this? Yeah, uh... 
let's say somewhere around six three. Yeah. Um. And how exactly is this devil worse? Because I can guess what Sixth Street would want. And I don't know what I'd be cashing in on the other side. Oh. Um. She'll, uh, back, she'll kind of, like, stand up, and you'll hear her say, Hey, Mark, uh, why don't you come and fill in for a second? And, uh, she'll say, come on, honey, come on. And, uh, she'll lead you to the back room, and as she's walking back, she'll say, Mark, make sure that you have us, uh, send some beers to the back, okay? And Mark will nod, and uh, if you're following her, she will start leading towards the back room. Yeah, and I think... He has, like, both hands on the glass that he's holding, and they are visibly shaking. Um, and when you get back there, you'll see that this leads into Faye's office. There's um, these hollow terminals that will show various cameras around the bar and things like that. And um, there's, like, a large um, swiveling office chair that sort of sits by these hollow cameras. And then there's another... Um, comfortable-looking leather uh, armchair, and she'll motion for you to sit, and she'll sit down in hers, and she'll say, why don't you give your old friend a couple more details, okay? Well, you saw the race, right? I did. It was a hell of a race. Jan's Guten, he's a he's a real son of a bitch. I didn't think that the A-Toro car was gonna get there, but they done some stuff, you know? Yeah, he's... Uh, he's <sighs> he really raced above his league that time. Listen, I didn't think that Shelly Steele was gonna wreck. That was... That was some shit. Yeah, um... Racer X. He was pushing for a win. He really needed it. Uh... And he looks into his beer for a couple seconds, looks back up at her and says, uh, well, we needed the win. Ah, I think I'm starting to pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. So, uh, you got, did you have Hansel drive or was it Ivo? Man, he was in second place. You think Hansel could pull that off? Shit, no. No, Hansel's fucking garbage. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really think Ivo could pull off that good of a race, but fuck, he was on. I really thought he could do it. That's the thing about gambling, honey. It sometimes. Doesn't work out. What's yeah. the real problem, though? Because the crash, that seems like part of it. The real problem is, uh... The, uh... The car he was striving. I was alone. Oh, shit. Yeah, and... 
the guy we were getting it from was, uh, he's a little bit more, uh, up to his eyes in shit than we thought when we, when we went to him. Who the fuck did you loan a car from? Who the fuck did you see? It might be better you don't know. Jesus fucking Christ. What the fuck, Lotus? I... Look, we didn't think he was... We... Yeah. Listen, if there is a way that you can fix this without going through 6th Street, I think you gotta at least see what the price is. Okay. You're right. Well... I'm not saying that you pay it. All right, hon, I'm telling I'm just saying that maybe take the lesser of two evils and we know 6th Street is evil. Yeah. <sighs> Had a girl that used to come through here from time to time. Had some real nice mods. Cyberware. She found herself on the wrong block. She woke up in a tub of ice. None of it on her. None of it, Lotus. She almost died. If it wasn't for fucking trauma, she would have fucking died. Yeah. I know, Faye, it's... Everything's fucked in this situation. At that point, Mark would come in with uh, a bucket filled with uh, beers on ice, and he'll just set it down and immediately walk out, and she'll say, Thanks, Mark. He's still holding his first beer. He's probably only taken a couple more sips of it, and he um, sets the the glass down um, on on her desk. On a coaster, not being a dick about it. <laughs> um, right on. <laughs> but, um, and uh, he'll, he'll stand up and run his hands through his, his hair a little. and Lotus, just, if you're going to go and tag some stuff tonight, just make sure you stay in the crater, all right? Don't go doing nothing dangerous because you got your... Got your head all on the clouds, you know? I don't know that anything that I do right now is not going to be dangerous, but I'll... I'll be staying low tonight. It's... It's just gonna be some personal shit tonight. Alright, honey, you'll be safe, alright? Thanks, Faye. You... You're really giving me a lot to think about. And she'll, uh, she'll reach out a hand, and if you accept it, she'll, like, pull you into kind of, like, a bro hug, almost. Yeah, he'll, he'll get a little bit, uh, tugged off his feet at, by it, but, um, more just because he's kind of not paying attention to his surroundings right now, and kind of goes, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Faye. Thanks for everything. 
And so, Ilix, you have made your way to the train platform, and you are currently waiting for your train to show up with your lovely stolen habitation uh, pass. While you're waiting on the platform, however, a familiar face will um, appear, and it is a uh, crate train security officer that you know um, by the name of Garrett Poirier, and he's kind of balding and like a little bit on the chubby side, but at the same time, he also does not get paid anywhere near well enough to give a fuck what anybody is doing on the train so long as they're not violent. <laughs> and when he sees you, he'll just give you, uh, you know, one of those upward, uh, upward acknowledgement nods. <laughs> Garrett, my man, what's up? Eh, you know, not much. Just, just night shift again, you know? Just night shift. Man, play it up, man. It's, it's the fucking night. Uh, which, uh, by the way, is it like um, night just in as uh, Earth time? Or is it um, like the two weeks of night on the moon right now? Um, it is the Earth time night. It is definitely still uh, sun is shining and stuff. So, like, it's not technically night so far. But, like, in the 24-hour schedule that you would keep just to make things operational, it would be quote-unquote night. And then uh, how many days do we have left on this uh, two weeks of daytime? Um, let's say that you're halfway through, so you have another week. Okay, so it's like midday. Man, keep your spirits up. It's midday, man, and I, like, point right up into the sky at the sun. Y'all right, pal. All right, pal. All right. Dude, did you keep your eyes on the screens, man? Did you see it? The race? You're talking about the race? Of course I watched the race. Of course I'm talking about the race. Jans Guten, man. Tell you about that Jans Guten fella. He's a, he's a racer. It was wild. People from the back getting up to the front. People from the front wrecking their shit. It was insane. I was right there. I got chased by a madman. Oh, upcoming expose on that motherfucker. You can believe that. Wait, which motherfucker are we talking about here? Dandry Sebring. He chased me all around his car. I had to jump over his hood. No shit. If it wasn't for Chris Cowart there, he would have gotten me. He would have strangled me right there in front of everybody. That might have been a better story. You got saved by Chris Cowart? Yeah, dude. He's actually a cool dude. That's really cool, man. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. <laughs> it is really cool. Look, hey, I'll hit you up some other time. I got to get on the train. Peace. And I, like, chest bump as I uh, walk along. Oh, wait. And then I pull out my phone and uh, get a quick selfie with them and uh, send it to the, um, post them straight on to CLC. Hashtag with my man, Garrett. And he'll wave as you get onto the train. Um, the train is going to be very similar to um, everything else, except for instead of vending machines, there's just these... Um, these hollow terminals that are lining the entirety of the train. And so as you're going past, you just have a constant bombardment of advertisements at this point. And they're all, you know, calling you by name, like, Elix, come and get an Econolux space travel. Econolux, we put the economy into luxury.
luxury and just various things like that. Felix, it's about time we had the talk. It's awful, and then eventually you get up towards the the business and first class sections of the train where they have the uh, sleeping uh, carts, which are known as the sleep pods by New You, trademarked and registered. Um, (laughs) And you would uh, take your pass and kind of tap it on the side of this little pod and it would open up and it's basically the size of a coffin. You know, like just a, just a couple of um, ports for you to charge various devices that you might need to charge. And other than that, like it's Spartan, but it works for you. And so what are you doing once you get into your sleep pod? I just try to mute my phone and, and go to sleep and within like five minutes I'm already like kind of tossing and turning and then kind of um, pull up the the little curtain on the tiny little sleep pod window that looks outside and just kind of lay on my belly and stare out there as the train just like goes through the town and um, then after a few minutes I decide to uh, call sketch Um, it will ring a couple of times and then it will go to voicemail and you'll hear a message and it'll say, Hey, you got sketch? Uh, leave a message after it beep. Otherwise, I just, you know, don't expect me to call you back or anything like that. <laughs> hey, hey, sketch. Um, I'm, I'm sure you already kind of saw that things didn't go quite as planned um, with everything. Like, and I know you helped me out big time and it didn't work out and I just gotta say like you know obviously I I owe you big time and uh, you know if anything you need just um, just let me know what I can do um, you know hopefully you're not too pissed at me um, anyways I'll try calling you tomorrow um, but yeah I'm gonna try to get some rest here after after one uh, fucking bummer of a day. Alright man, peace. Ivo is going to walk to the garage. Okay, so it'll take you a little while to get there then, because it's a decent amount of... Uh, it's probably a couple of miles away from your apartment. It's still in Collis Hills. It's in one of the rougher areas, because finding space to rent is hard, and finding cheap space to rent that you can actually afford on what uh, you get from Mighty Burger is even harder. And when you get there, you'll see that... Uh, the lights are already on and everything is unlocked and you assume that Jason's probably been there for a little while now. Um, Normally there's some people on the streets, you know, whether they're just trying to sell various things or, or sell their bodies or things like that. Like there's usually a lot of people out and about in this area and it seems as though it's kind of dead. Is this, uh, interior city temperature controlled, I assume? 
Yeah, I would say that uh, the the rougher parts, you know, like where you live here in Collis Hills, are probably not as warm as some of the nicer and more luxur- luxurious areas. But um, it's probably a good sixty degrees out. You probably need a you know, like a long sleeve over yourself. But other than that, you're probably fine. Uh, I'm gonna have my hands and arms still, even though it's temperature controlled, they're tightly tucked away in my racer's jacket, and I've got my beanie kind of pulled a little low, and I'm going to walk up to a guy and say, hey, uh, bummer's sake. He'll, uh, pass you one, and he'll say, you ain't seen any, uh, any board sec around, have you? You think I would ask for a sig in front of the board sec? Yeah, no, no, hey, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta ask, right? You know, you can't just you can't be too careful, you know? You can't be too careful. And he'll offer you a light as well. And I'll take it and light up and then say, uh, you into racing or not? Nah? Yeah, man. I'm, who, who the fuck is it in racing, you know? It's uh, not shit to do, you know? You can fucking gamble and you can, you can, you can fucking get a hooker, you know what I mean? This, this is not fucking shit to do. You can tell that this guy uh, probably is into drugs as well. <laughs> you catch that one last night? Fuck yeah, man. That was that was some shit. Sh- fucking Shelly Steele got just lit up by that new guy. That was that was some that was some fucking shit. I'll tell you what. Yeah, Racer X. Uh, tell me your thoughts on him. I mean, he he drives like a fucking bat out of hell. I'll tell you that. He's a He's a fucking tough son of a bitch. That's a fucking, that's a fucking man right there, I'll tell you. Right. You know, I put some money on him. Now, obviously, I lost it all, but I think he shows promise. Yeah, I, I, I feel you, man. I, I think if, you know, I, I would, I would let some money ride on him too, you know? I mean, just gotta, gotta just get some fundage up. But yeah, no, he's a, he's a fucking real deal, you know? Just a motor oil in the veins type of guy, uh. Hey, you got you got like five creds. I can I can borrow off you, bud. Nah, man. Ah, it's cool, man. It's cool, man. Yeah, I'm pretty empty today. Hey, uh, you don't do any betting, do you? Or got any friends that do? I mean, I, mean, I could, uh, you know, maybe come back after you know after dark, and we could we could try and work something out, and I you know. I, I got plenty of friends, but I, I got to let you know, though, that, you know, meet, meeting people and setting up meetings, that's not a, a free venture. You know what I mean? That's not a free venture. No, 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 no. You don't got to do that. I just, I was just going to say, you know, if you see him, maybe you should talk my man up, this Racer X guy. I, I think he shows promise, and if I'm going to be putting money on him, I'd like to have some other people in the game, you know? Keep an eye on him. Talk some good shit. Yeah, maybe, man. I, I You know, I, I'm not really... Uh, you know, going down there because for a while, but yeah, no, but I do go down there. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I, 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 got, I got you. I got you, man. And he's gonna scratch his uh, face a little bit and he'll um, wander off. I'll take the last drag, throw it down, step on it. <clears throat> Keep going to the garage. Okay. When you get in there, um, Jason is already tearing apart the Cyberdyne car and he is just up to his elbows in oil at this point and he looks pretty frustrated and uh, he'll look up at you and he'll be like 
Oh, man. This is fucking bad, man. It's a new day, Takahashi. Gotta get those spirits up. Okay. Yeah, no, it's... He'll give you a thumbs up. It's real good. Real good, man. For sure. Except for the cars. Cars not so good, but... Tell me you at least got a plan. No. Fuck you mean, man. I we I thought you you guys were coming up with some sort of a fucking plan. The only thing I got is, is to try and Frankenstein something together. Well, we're going to come up with some way of getting you some money, but huh, you're the one that's got to get me back on the track. Yeah, no, 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 man. I got I, for, no problem. I I I can do that. That's not the the issue. We're just going to need some funding to sort of get everything going, you know? Like I can I can get what I can, um but we're we're, we're going to definitely need some more parts. Well, you know what I said earlier, you know, can you take the old car that I wrecked and then the new car that I wrecked and just kind of take the pieces that are still alive and put them together? We well, yeah, but the, they're not going to run without some money and more p- 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 parts. Well, why don't you start putting them together and then, you know, give us sort of a, a list of parts and the bill and we'll try to come up with the funding for it. Yeah, all right, man. Um, Takahashi, you got this kind of mind about you that I know it works best when you're free to have complete creative control. Well, I think that if you're tearing these apart, maybe you should try and come up with some sort of edge you can swing in my way, you know? Maybe something the other card designers haven't thought of yet. Know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I, I got one thought, but it's c- c- kind of kind of dangerous. You got an idea already. That's perfect. That's what we need is ideas. Well, maybe we throw it out. Maybe we keep it, but just keep that generating. What is it? Well, we could c- cut down on weight by getting rid of some of the safety features, man. Okay. Interesting. What would be the safety features? Well, the roll cage weighs, you know, a couple thousand pounds. Now, you're the mechanic. I just drive to the inspections and let them do their thing, you know. So, do you have any idea if this is legal? Are they going to let this slide? I, I, I could check the rule book, but I mean, mostly it's just fucking dumb. Because if you crash, you'll die. Why don't you give me two parts lists? One for the safety one, and one for the advanced modified one. Yeah, uh, all, all right, man. You haven't seen uh, Lotus around, have you? He 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 said he was g- gonna stop by. I'm, I'm not sure when. Hmm. I. Um. You get a phone call from Ilix. Ilix, what's going on? Hey, man. You know what I thought of this morning? That it was a really, really stupid idea for us to bring both cars in the same garage. Huh. It's kind of like putting both our eggs in one basket, you know, where we want to keep one driver a secret and kind of keep his 
dealing separate from the other one. And so if anybody that we didn't want to know about this came into the garage and saw both of those cars, they'd be able to put two and two together, like, basically instantly. And the whole cat would be out of the pack. Here's the thing, Elix. I kind of told Takahashi to put the two cars together, so he's going to strip them of all their parts and make a new car out of them. So we need both cars. Why don't we just have uh, Lotus come in and do a paint job and disguise them? Well, you're still a driver for for technically two different racing teams now. So, uh, like, how are you going to work that out, bud? Well, obviously I have to fake my own death. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Wait, wait, hold hold on. I'm, write, I'm writing that down right now. Fake no, that's death. stupid. Put that right. on the list. No, that might be a good idea. <laughs> that would make a mess of things. I gotta just either drop out <laughs> that, publicly. <laughs> what I that say. might make a mess of things. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be down there in a minute. You, you need anything for Mighty Burger? If anybody's going to Mighty Burger, it should be me with my 10% discount. You know, you're right. Why don't you swap down? Uh, swap down. <laughs> Why don't you slide down to Mighty Burger, pick something up for us, and I'll meet you back at the garage. I'm almost there anyway, just about like five minutes away. Actually, can you go to Mighty Burger? I don't want to meet my guy there. If Cronkite sees me there, I'm, I gotta deal with that shit, and I'm not ready. Okay, well, when you settle up, you're settling up for full price, okay? I'll give you the 10% that I would have. <laughs> if you had a 10% discount, you would have got that 10% off, that's what I'll pay you. still doesn't work out for me because I'm paying full price. <laughs> You're getting the 10% discount. You're just getting it from me. So you're giving me an extra 10% on my stuff? I'm going to reimburse you. Okay, man. I'll be right there. Hey, yo, Takahashi, you got 10% of a Mighty Burger. <laughs> I could borrow. Man, I, I only got, like... 10 creds to my name right now, man. I shouldn't have stepped out that SIG. I'm gonna give uh, Lotus a call. Hey, Ivo. What's going on? You coming down to the garage today? Oh, shit. What time is it? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I can be there soon. You better get here quick, or there's not going to be any food for you. You know how we are. Shit, you guys are getting food? Yeah, the, uh... Well, I call it food, but it's Mighty Burger, so, you know, depends on your standards, I guess. It's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, uh, give me two minutes. You should bring some money with you to chip in, you know? We're just kind of splitting this, uh, four ways. Uh, sure, I got it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you soon, man. Aight. Well, Takahashi, Elix brought up a good point. We probably shouldn't have both of these cars in the same room in case anybody walks in and sees them together. Um, I just f fucking got it apart, man. Like, it's Oh, don't freak fucking... out. Listen, I can do this myself. Do you got any paint? Just simple paint. It even, can even be a primer. I don't care. 
Lobis keeps the cabinet locked, man, because it's it's his shit. He's on his way down here. I thought you might have something just to store in the garage in general. Yeah, in the fucking cabinet that Lotus keeps locked. That I just... What the fuck, man? You keep your garage paints in Lotus's closet? I don't have any fucking paints, man. I'm not a fucking painter. All right, well, just don't let any customers or people in until we get these things painted up, all right? Man, nobody's fucking come here for a fucking tune-up in three fucking years. So... I wasn't eager to bring this up, but I guess I have to. Have you talked to your cousin at all? Yeah, um... F- fucking Ricky said he can... He can set us up with Corvo. Uh, he, he's got a job for us, man. Uh, you would know who Corvo Smalley is. He is the leader of the Sixth Street gang. Um, he is a very dangerous, heavily augmented... Uh, bear of a man who you've seen a few times you've never like talked to him or anything like that but you know you've been in the same bar before and things like that and you generally just try and keep wide berth from this man you don't have anybody else besides Corvo I, I that that that's who Ricky f- fucking works for man that like I to- told you it was g- gonna be 6th street Oh, I know. You told me this wasn't going to be good. I just didn't realize it was fucking Corvo. God damn it. They're looking for outsiders for a job, man. It can't be... Oh, they always are. I'm sure they are. It can't be good, man. It can't be. You know why they look for outsiders, right? Deniability, man. That's right. Wipe the slate clean. Nobody ever knew what happened. And they don't lose any resources that they can count on. What's the term they used to use back on Earth? Where you could just kill a guy off? Uh, uh, red shirts. They think of me like a red shirt. I'm just like a throwaway. Kind of, man. I don't know. This whole racing thing, taking the safety measures off the car, sounds safer than getting in bed with Corvo. Do you know what he's got planned? Do you know what he would even ask of us? And also, do you know how much it's going to pay? Uh, Ricky said that something about, like, 100k if it's done right. That would be really nice. I'm not going to lie, that would be really nice. That should get the car going, too. Not perfect, but we'll be better off. You could reassure me if you told me you knew anybody that's done this before and came out free as a bird, didn't lose any fingers. I mean, Ricky, but Ricky stayed working for him. That's a problem. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about freelancers, you know, get in, get out. Uh, I, 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 I don't know, man. Ricky made it seem like there are, but I probably don't think so. Then <laughs> what you're saying is I'm getting in bed with this guy and I gotta stay in bed with this guy. Like, if he doesn't let people loose, I, I can't do that. What guy are you getting... are you staying in bed with, Hivo? <laughs> Talking about his cousin, Ricky. 
In bed with Corvo Smalley. Oh, that's cute, I guess. You know? Does anyone not? Yeah, well, what have you heard? <laughs> Nothing good, man. You know anybody that's gotten in with him and then gotten out? Uh, I know the first half, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know lots of the first half, apparently. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that he's going to get us on a chain and we're not going to be able to unhook. Well, it's too risky. Hey, uh, can you paint these real quick? I don't even need a good job. Just cover up some of the logos and the advertisements and shit. Try to make them unrecognizable. Uh, okay. I mean, if you were looking to just get rid of labels, you could have just sanded them off, dude. But, sure. Do what you gotta do. I don't care. Jason will, like, uh, facepalm when he realizes that that's something he could have done. <laughs> Look, I mean, before we go, uh, deciding to fuck around with Corvo and 6th Street, I think we need to find out exactly how mad Gage is at us. You know what I mean? Like, maybe this is something we can just work out with him. Yeah. Elix walks in, like, right at that moment. Oh, Lotus! Hold on. You gotta give me your uh, portion of the food. I told him I'd collect. What? The food, the Mighty Burger. <laughs> I'm collecting money from. I'm laying shit out on the table and like separating it all out. Give me your share. Why? We were, I said we were splitting it. So why should I give you my food? No, what? No, give me your money for the food. Your food? What the? Hey, Alex. You didn't tell me Lotus was here. I only got food for the two of us. Why didn't you? That's like something important you should have mentioned while I was on the phone with you. At like the garage? Five minutes ago. Wait, you didn't get anything for me either, man? Obviously, Takahashi would be here. You could have mentioned that. Why would I have to? I thought it was implied. We just had a big race we failed at, and then we come back <laughs> I here. I start live streaming, and um, I'm like, <laughs> look at this guy standing right behind me, telling Go. me that he, he needed I'm gonna for like two more for the people. Phone. <laughs> You see a out of bunch of comments that go racer X car question mark. Whatever device has his camera turned on, I'm gonna try and shut it off. Oh, okay. It's a little drone that flies around. I'm gonna cover it with my uh, racing coat and hold it in my stomach and, and say, "The two cars." Oh yeah. Well, like, let's see. Let me play the video backwards, and I play the video backwards and try to see that, like. You know, look at all the angles and... Oh, yeah. You can see both cars in the background <laughs> of the shot. <laughs> and you can see that people are commenting uh, Racer X uh, question mark and things like that. And throwing up X uh, emojis. God damn it. Um, I am going to... Uh, um, well, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, um... You can mark experience because you did your thing and it 100% <laughs> okay. was detrimental to the mission. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, like, so the next thing I post is, uh, shout out to all the conspiracy theorists out there that, like, are trying to start up shit. You immediately get a flood of comments and things. I'm gonna throw his Mighty Burger over to Lotus and say... You're out. You just bought us two burgers. <laughs> um, at the top of the uh, at the top of the queue of comments, though, on your conspiracy theorist post, 
is one with a thousand creds to get uh, maximum visibility from Megan. And it just has the the looking eyes emoji. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I respond, um, do you guys really think if I had like the secret in with Racer X that like I wouldn't be blasting that out everywhere? Come on. Do you know me? There's a bunch of comments that are like, yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I like put down the phone for a while. Um, <laughs> like ignoring it. I'll come up with something later. Alright, so here's the deal. <clears throat> We're gonna sandblast these two cars. Turns out my man here's cousin is in league with Corvo Smalley. So that's not great. No, that that is good. That's the kind of shit we need to do to get us out of this mess. Okay, I've already asked two people. You're my third guy. Do you know anybody that's gotten in with Corvo and gotten out of Corvo? And he just lets them walk. That's the thing. Don't be the actual guy. Be Racer X, who everybody knows, including Corvo, is going to be hard up for for money to replace his shit. What, you want me to put on a mask or wear some makeup or some shit? Exactly. Well, you were wearing a mask during the race, right? I said that as a joke, but... And then here's the thing. We get more of them. All of us in mask. All of us as Racer X. And then I use my abilities to start, you know, playing up this shit, like, as the underground reporter finding this shit out like piece by piece as it goes along and kind of you know just little bits of stuff out everywhere we create a movement like racer x becomes like a thing completely decentralized couldn't you just use your clc star power to just start some sort of fan funded thing to get us a bunch of a big wad of cash that sounds so much easier I lost a whole bunch of fans over the last couple of days, man. Well, you can harness this conspiracy theory we got going. <laughs> if they thought I was part of a conspiracy theory, why were they giving me money when I should be the one that should be getting the money out of doing all this? Have you talked to Gage? We got a bridge game on Thursday, so that's why we need to kind of make a play before all that and see what we can get done. I know, but I mean... Have you talked to him since we planned out the bridge meeting? Like, do you have any sense of how he's feeling about this shit? I mean, he made it pretty clear that that was the time that we were going to talk. Yeah, Elix, did you pester the guy that we owe a bunch of money to in the past 12 hours? Have you been have you been really knocking down that door? That seems like the best option, right? You know what? I wouldn't trust your judgment on Gage anyway. You said he wouldn't care if I borrowed his car, and when I wrecked it, he turned out to be fucking mobster and come after me, basically. Well, well, hey, we found out that he was a mobster before you chose to borrow the car. I didn't. That, I, didn't, I didn't, didn't know that. I, did, I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know we were in a a, a fucking garage that I had like a hundred other cars a in it with a collector, and he had kind of a museum going. I didn't know that he was wheeling and dealing, chopping off feelings. <laughs> Are you out of your mind, bro? Lotus starts choking on his burger, <laughs> like laughing out of disbelief, like. <laughs> And, and look, you know, granted, I don't know a lot about him or whatever, or at least I didn't, I kind of know more now than I did before, but like, see, here's the thing. 
I don't think the guy's evil. He, he's at least just as evil as any of the other evil oligarchs of the fucking Kepler crater. Just, you know, he's, he's like regular evil. And we can work with that. Alright, we have a bridge meeting with him on Thursday. Maybe we'll set up a meeting with this guy Corvo, and we'll just weigh the two together. See which one we want to lean towards. That's waiting too long. We we gotta like he if if we're gonna make any headway with Gage, we gotta show him that we're not like just some schlubs that are just gonna beat around and, and wait to be told to do stuff. We gotta show some initiative. We gotta get some shit done. I don't like this. No offense, Takahashi. I don't like it. I know your cousins fared well, but this does not sound good. Um, your AR phone rings right now, Ivo. It, it is Jim Cronkite. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Cronkite. <laughs> I have to answer. I don't have a choice. I'm going to step away from the uh, group and stand off in the corner and say, Hey, Cronkite. Good evening, sir. How are you today? I'm enjoying one of your mighty, mighty burgers, and boy, let me tell you, I paid full price for this burger, and it was worth every penny. Well, I'm just calling to remind you that you are contractually obligated to have a mighty burger call on the track this weekend. No, that's all right. I can do that. Um, Takahashi's been working on my... The one I crashed, and he thinks he can have it up and running. So, hey, maybe he'll have something even better. Avo, you better not crash again. We had no showing of Mighty Burger at the Galactic Frontiers 1000, and that, frankly, is an embarrassment. We've got the Cyberdyne 500 this weekend. I expect you to be in the top ten. Do we have an understanding? Cronkite, I'm going to be number one. If you enjoyed the first episode of Eclipse Crater of Corruption, we would be so grateful if you'd spread the word, tell your friends, or post about us on social media. Whatever you can do to let people know the show exists and that you think it's worth a listen. All the content from Time to Die Podcast Network can be found by visiting timetodierpg.com. Find us on Twitter at Time to Die RPG, on Reddit at r slash Time to Die RPG, on Instagram at Time to Die RPG. Tim, the GM, is on Twitter at IdaGrabYourGun. Chris, who plays Ilix, is at ChrisRileyLCP. Eric, who plays Lotus, is at ES underscore PattyCake. And I, Brian Bridges, the player of Ivo, am at ManlyBrian. Thanks for listening. We'll see you for the next chapter of Eclipse, Crater of Corruption.
Well, Takahashi, Ivo brought up a good point. We probably shouldn't have these here in the room together in case anybody walks in. <laughs> what? Your Ivo. Your you Ivo. I- did I say Ivo? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yep. you did. <clears throat> well, Jason. Oh, I said <laughs> I called Elix Ivo. I see what I did there. I was like, I swore I said Takahashi. <laughs> I'm gonna try this a third time. 